Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Muscle Health with the BioGlan range at Chemist Warehouse, now starting from $14.99. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SCNZ Monday, the 29th of August. And wow, it's a big old Monday here for show. We're going to be talking all sport from the weekend in RRL. The Tauahi basketball competition comes to an end. The Queens coming from nowhere to win the tournament over the Northern Kahu. We're leading the tournament through everything, top of the table, top of the log, and then they just get pipped at the end. So we're going to talk to Tania Tupu, and she is the Queen's coach, and uh, we'll have a chat to her about that performance over the weekend. No doubt she'll be up and about. That'll be later on in the show. We're going to talk some basketball. Earlier on, we're going to talk some EPL, European Premier League. We're going to talk some rugby. We're going to talk it all throughout the morning, but before then, I'm going to ask Kempi. He's at home. He's in Kitty Kitty up in the far north. Well, there's Fano, Morena Kempi, how are you? How's your weekend? Yeah, Morena Bay. Yeah, no, I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. Uh, yeah, interesting weekend, man. Interesting weekend of sport. You know, we, Thursday get the 
get the Kiwi boy upsetting and the and the darts, you know, the big names, trying to get that Kiwi attitude, eh? And then uh, you go into the weekend and pick the score of the Warriors. <laughs> my my poor yeah. horse just sort of had Joe on the back of it and had no chance. <laughs> And then we go to the All Blacks on Saturday night and we watch that. And then yesterday, we're looking at the, the NRL, mate, and the Tigers get pipped at the post mm. with a penalty with 20 seconds to go. And I'm sitting there going, oh, this is going to be interesting, man. If they get home here and the Titans win the next game, it's all on for young and old on Saturday night at Mount <laughs> Smart. But was it wasn't meant to be, mate. The Tigers, as they have all year, I thought they deserved to win that game, but um, just couldn't get it done and make the last week a, a really interesting one. So oh. any positive for me this weekend? The real positive? Warriors don't get the wooden yep. spoon. That's great news. <laughs> <laughs> it's great news, Jimmy. They don't get the water spoon. There's been some messages coming through on the text machine already uh, regarding the rugby. We'll get to that shortly. Uh, yeah, the NRL, the basketball, the darts, the racing, Kempe. Look, it's, uh, I was obviously at the game, so I had a front row seat to what all unfolded. And then, um, but before then, had a had a big day of racing and. Uh, was ready to get into it, and then my day was going really well. I had Butler top four. I had Butler top four, who ran a huge second up against the huge. impressive mare and Petras. Mate, honestly, Wasn't what bad. a horse that is. <laughs> you, no, you're looking at the top that. front, and what is about 25 metres? 25 uh, lengths, mate. It it just went four, four, wide the, four wide the trip, too. Like, mm. you know, OP just sitting on the back of a V12 engine, four wide the trip, <laughs> and then he's just pushed the go button. And I was like, well, that was freakish. <laughs> Mate, can, can, when you look at that performance from Imperatrice, going to Tarzino, obviously going to, what, $1.50? Be a $1.50 favourite to win that? Probably even shorter. Yeah, it's, it's real short. It's real short. Mm. So, um, I can't see her getting beat, mate. The, you know, the, the most impressive thing about it was on the track, on a heavy 10. Yeah. So that was the yeah. only question mark, you That's know. So second, sec, second up, always a little bit of a doubt around um, horses second up. Ellen always says that. You know, they come out fresh up, they go all right, and then they sort of find, um, get lost in their second up. So you're worried about the second up. But then, mm. you know, the way that she travelled on the ground, which was the other problem, well, I've never... S- Oh, not for a long time seen a horse that good go yeah. just like that to that field. And Butler's not a Butler's no slouch, mate. You know, so Butler travelled really well, was in a good position, but it just went, you know, see you later boys, I'm out of here. Yeah, that was a huge performance from Pertries. Oh the question is Kempi, obviously guess the job's done here. Wins a couple of group ones, which which is gonna probably gonna probably do. But does it go to Aussie? Can it go to Aussie and, and test? Out the Australian good horses and, and have a crack over there? Yeah, got to, don't you? I think yeah. so on the back of that. I know that was only a group two, but, you know, there was uh, the Tarzino is going to be a, in two weeks. That's going to be a real, um, I guess, indicator of what's coming up for her in the in the rest of the spring, whether they take her straight over there. I've mm. Look, she's obviously come back as a four-year-old. They were talking about it on the telly in a lot better shape, and... Opie said he just he couldn't wait to let her go. You know he was fit. He could just feel underneath underneath him that he just had this engine. And when you hear someone as good as Opie talking like that, you go, "Wow, 
you know, wouldn't that be great mm-hmm. to know when you've got that much that much left in you to to just let go? And um, oh, look, that was that was for me the most impressive impressive one of the weekend. Mm. Yep, no worries, no worries. There was um, a couple going on. That one was very, very good. But then, obviously, we won't bring up Jam. We won't bring up Jam. We won't bring up Jam because well, that cost me mine. And, and then you spoke about yesterday's little fill up, Cherry Rose with Aracena uh, down there at Harwater. And, uh, mate, got the job done. And you hit me up. Did you get on, is he? And I said, no, I didn't, Kempi. What was racing? Because I just totally forgot. Totally forgot. Yesterday was a slow day in our household because obviously went along to the game. But. You got it done. The Shake Sharok, is he happy with his stable? How they performed over the weekend? Oh, I would say so. I didn't I spoke to him. He was pretty disappointed on Saturday. Um and he gave me a call Saturday night, actually straight after the All Black team because he wanted to have a little bit of a vent after the after the All Black game. But um I would say after yesterday, but he he did say that on our show last week that his best uh, of the weekend with the two runners in Hawara. Um They got postponed on Friday and thrown out to yesterday. So I'm pretty sure everyone that was listening to the show last week had a bit of a full-up yesterday if they stuck with Cherry Rose and Aracena. Um, mm. Even told him, made up in Bali, mate. He's up there at the moment. And he texted me, he said, what do you reckon? You got anything for the weekend? I said, oh, had Al on the, on the, on the line. And he reckons Cherry Rose, Aracena. So, mate, I didn't even know you could get bets on from up there. So he's obviously on his... Oh, I guess on his internet account, he's um, happy as. Happy as yeah. up there in Bali, full his pockets. Oh, I can't believe I missed it. I'm always on the pulse, I'm always on it. And then yesterday I missed it, it was a slow day, but uh, ah, probably a good thing really. I probably would have stopped Cherry Rose and Aracena to, to win on a Sunday, Kempi. But we've got a message coming through from Dave from Karaka. Be rude for us not to rip into it. Look, I'm... I'm yeah, devastated with what happened. I've been in three games this week, this year, Kempi. You know, three test matches, one win, two losses. And I'm like, hmm, starting to think of maybe I'm stopping the All Blacks. Maybe I'm <laughs> stopping them. That's what's going through my head. Maybe I'm the one that's making this all unfold. This is my fault. So uh, we'll rip into some, some chat, eh? We've got a message here from Dave from Karaka. Good morning, team. What can we say? There is no way we can win the World Cup with present setup. Foster has another unwanted record. He has more records than the Beatles. It's bloody frustrating, and we will lose support of the fans. I know it is only a game, but it is our culture, like Reggie said. Clean out the whole lot and start fresh. Pierce Louie, you great man on the good all. Give the vibe. Well done. Cheers, Dave Karaka. So Dave from Karaka is uh, very, very um, concerned with what he's seen, Kempe. And look, I, I know post that, and I was amongst the crowd, and everyone was chanting, raise, uh, bring back, raise. And uh, everyone was fr- fed up, frustrated, just couldn't believe what they witnessed. And I was, by that first half, apart from discipline and the ref, wow, he loved the whistle, 26 penalties he's given away in that game. <laughs> and then he thought, oh, I haven't given away a yellow card yet. I might give one away in the last 10 minutes. But anyway, that aside, you can't blame that on the ref. The discipline that the All Blacks um, had over that performance, mate, they were their own worst enemies. And I said in that, I said before the game to my mate, um, Henry, that was just here and he left, I said, Hen, we cannot, we cannot afford to give any penalties away around halfway because Emilio Borfelli doesn't miss the kicks. He is such a good place kicker. 
and he will punish you and school ball pressure tipping away at threes 18 points that gave away with threes with um, penalties mm. you do that you, you're never going to win any game so they're their own worst uh, enemies and everyone's blaming Foster Kempe everyone's blaming Foster but for me I can't blame Foster for that performance. Like, there's some individual accountability out there that needs to be uh, taken seriously. Like, there was a couple of drop balls, um, particularly the things that they can control. One thing I, I've seen, Kimby, you probably couldn't see it on TV, but I see the whole picture out there, is everyone would see Richie Moanga getting the ball and, and having to step in and trying to do it all himself and then probably should have kicked a bit more. But the reality is, we were so narrow. We were so narrow in our attack. You cannot beat anyone with narrow attack. You've got to play from sideline to sideline. You've got to fill the space. And what I was seeing is outside Richie Munga, no one was getting set. There was no urgency to get set and get into the right positions. And so that's why they were always having a playoff nine. They were always hitting George Bauer or they were always just going backwards and forwards inside the goalpost, really. We were so narrow-minded and our attack was really narrow. So from that, I just saw, okay... We just weren't doing the basics, and the basics are is getting off the ground, getting into position, setting, and while you get into position, looking what, what the options are and giving our playmakers opportunities and options to, to see where the space is. So there were things out there that players could have controlled a lot better, but they didn't. And I know everyone's going to go straight for Foster and Sammy Kane, but um, there's some player accountability out there that really needs to... Really needs to um to have a look at. So no doubt they'll be doing it this week. Um, but mate, Kimpy, from what you saw, uh, are we concerned? Yeah. Oh, look. I think I think it um it's sort of a big question mark, isn't it, over the the way that the All Blacks are performing um, and a lack of consistency week to week. You know, you, you go off what's happened when the Irish come over, then you go to South Africa. Fozzie holds his job on the back of that win at Alice um, Road, and and then all of a sudden you go in against the Argentina, and everyone's picking thirteen plus. You know they should do the game, um, the job quite easily. And I just think you know watching the game, I know the referee had a big part in it, and everyone, even people that don't really know a hell of a lot about football, when you see a referee blowing his whistle um, enough times, you've got a guy that can kick them them type of points that that he can do then you're always in jeopardy as the game gets on and, and goes, you know, the longer it goes, the more anxiety you get. And in the end, the frustration started to show and, and they get home. And I just, me personally, when I was looking at it, again, I, you know, I've got to say one thing, that um, I think what David Kidd will, with just a little bit of um, speed in the defensive line, had done to the All Blacks on the night with the referee that was blowing his oh, whistle, yeah. had a big say in the game. And until... They sort of go, well, you know, we actually are struggling with this type of defence. I, I don't know whether that's a reality for them. Um, I can just see teams lining up because it becomes, you know, from that Northern Tour last year's, it, it has now just become a bit of a problem for them because everyone's going, well, we actually can't wait to play them. We think we've got the game plan to beat them. Um, and I'll tell you now, Aussie will be no different. When they, when they step up against the Australians... Aussie will think, well, you know, we've got a diff- different chance as well. And, and that's really the worrying part going into the World Cup. Probably on the back end of a, of a series here and a championship and a, and a tour up north, north where they probably will cement that fifth spot if they don't make some, some structural changes to try and beat this um, rushing defensive line. 
Oh, mate. Yeah. I, was, I was watching the um the, the box and seeing Chica, Kidwell, and Contaponi up there. I was like, man, I've got a nice wee setup. Great mix. And it got me thinking when you've come on, your voice, you know, I don't understand why teams don't have leagues as a defensive coach. And, and David Kidwell, you could see it, mate. They were getting off the line. They were tackling in droves and they're putting the smashing players. But the best thing they did, mate, and what I witnessed, and that's probably why the All Blacks felt like they ran into a brick wall, like Caleb Clark referenced, is they had bodies on their feet. They never overcommitted to any rucks, so they had numbers on their feet. So it felt like the All Blacks, because we were getting beaten at the breakdown anyway, they were such a, they were so good over the ball. They were jackling, they got a ton of turnovers at the breakdown area. So what did they have to do? All Blacks had to commit, overcommit. So they put in three or four bodies into the ruck, and then they're having less bodies on their feet. And what the Argentinian team were doing really well is they'd have one bo- one man in there disrupting it, putting a whole lot of pressure on that breakdown, and then I've had 14 blokes on their feet. And then what does that look like? When you overcome it, you've got 12, maybe 11 players trying to attack against 14. It feels like you're just a man down every single time. And they just got suffocated, and they got frustrated, and they try to overcommit and try to overrun a, a few things, and they were just their own worst enemies. There's a message coming through Israel. Why in a tight match down by 19 to 18, you would, you get a penalty in front of the post. Why wouldn't you take the three and hit the lead? I can't relate to Kane and his decisions, and he's too slow and can't get enough of the loose ball. That is from an unknown message. Texer, keep them coming through. Double eight, double three. Your thoughts on what unfolded on Saturday night? That is a great question, and I can't. I don't know why um, Sammy didn't take. Only thing I can say why is maybe because of the success that they're rolling more had in that first half. But man, we couldn't get any ascendancy in that second half. It was very frustrating. Our set piece just went, wow, pear shaped. Really, it was a tough old morning, uh, tough old second half. But he should have taken the three. Scoreboard pressure, and on Sam. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Uh, when you get in, when you get subbed off. And I've always been a supporter of, of Sam McCain, but when you get subbed off with 60, 66 minutes left, uh, gone through the game, and your captain's going off, it's, it's, it doesn't make for good reading. Uh, it's an interesting one, but um, Fozzie's come out and, and reacted to that. But we'll keep the conversations going, Kempe. There's lots to talk about. we got the Black Ferns. They got the job done over in Australia, Adelaide. Oh, getting beaten the, the Wallaroos 22-14 to win the Laurie O'Reilly Cup, so we congratulate them. We'll rip into some of that chat soon. The Wallabies, wow, what a performance over there, beating South Africa. Marika Korobeti, oh, I've ran into them, and they ain't a pretty sight, I must what say. What a takeaway. But before, <laughs> that was so good, Kimpy. Oh, that hurt, man. Oh, that looks sore. That looks all. But there's plenty of performance over the weekend, so right now we're going to rip into our can't wait question of the day. Can't wait question of the day. Ooh, Kempi, let's just take our minds away from the All Blacks, all right? Just have a wee little break for about five minutes. That's all we'll have a break for, and then we'll get back straight into it. And no doubt we'll talk some NRL and everything. But our can't wait question of the day was, what was your win? Over the weekend, was it my Manchester United getting up one 0 over Southampton and getting on the win, getting back on the on the on the winning, uh, winning side of things? And was it Liverpool? Liverpool nine nil over Bournemouth. No wonder kids doing cartwheels and getting excited, getting that job. Maybe you're a Red Bull fan and Max Verstappen coming back from fourteenth. Wow, fourteenth to win. 
The Belgian Grand Prix. That was a bit of a performance. No one can stop Max. The Black Ferns getting the job done. Caden Milne at the darts beating Fallon Shirok. Ooh, or was it North Canterbury winning the Southbridge Shield? And well, I don't know if you remember last week, Kempi. Mark from Tauranga took the other team. And and and, and uh, Louis had North Canterbury. Well, North Canterbury got up, so Mark had to donate fifty dollars to the <laughs> to the Child Cancer Foundation. He's on and a well, hat he trick. sent me a, he sent me a receipt, <laughs> and he's done the job again. So Mark from Tauranga, he's been a champion donating to Child Cancer. We really appreciate it. Well done. But that's our can't wait. Just question of the day: What was your win of the week? We'll come back and get yours after the break, Kimpy. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Sanctus Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.